Gentry wanted to talk about something when we were in the car, and we did not talk about it, but this is already... Yeah, but you were asking me, like, how I felt about, like, my friends going off away. But now it's coming all the way back. (laughs) It's been, like, 40 minutes. How you feel about, like, you know, all your friends going into, like, all their friends settling into their career paths, and you're still trying to find your way? I wouldn't say... Trying to to see your your, uh, your thought process. And and I think you asked me that because it's... True, but also not because I feel like the friends you know well, like that you know well, are are the people who are like going into the workforce and stuff. Because I have friends, plenty of friends who are in the same boat as me, <laughs> but um, who like aren't necessarily like they're still doing like odd jobs, not odd jobs, but you know, just kind of doing things in the meantime. <clears throat> Excuse me, doing things in the meantime. But like I will say, like when I first it 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 bothered me more when I first got out of school than it does now. Like when I first got out of school. I was like, okay, you know, you go out, you get out of school, you get a job. You like, you know, that's pretty much like the, the standard, whatever. And I thought, not that there was like, not that anybody was rushing me or anything really, but I felt like, um, I don't know why I felt like I was on a timeline or I needed to get one quickly or like, but then, you know, my friend did tell me a while ago, like when I was first about to be done with college, she was like, um, don't be surprised if it like takes a while. Like sometimes it takes you like months and months and that's just normal. She was like, that's very, very normal. And I was like, okay. You know what Gary V. Yeah. No, who's that? He's an entrepreneur. He like a motivational speaker. He always talks about how you know if it like it, like there's no rush. Like you, you can be 30, 35, 40, yeah, like, yeah. You ain't no rush. She yeah. So I I kind of remember to keep that in mind. So uh, the first like well throughout the whole summer I wasn't really worried about it because I was like I'm gonna just take my summer. So then the fall came around. I already went back to school and stuff. And then I was like that's when I like started like really applying for stuff. And um. It, it was like, you know, months passed, and I'm like, okay, yeah, okay, this is not going as I wanted it to go, but, you know, that's fine. And so, like, and usually things always take longer than you think they're going to take, regardless of what it is. It's always going to take longer than you think it's going to take. And so, but then, like, a year passed. And so now we're coming up on, like, a year and a couple months, and I'm like, okay, well. Then I started to get, like, okay, now I'm kind of getting frustrated with the whole process. And, like, um, in school, I guess I've, I've also kind of learned this about myself. I'm very, like, um, I don't necessarily like to ask for help until i'm ready to ask for help so like um in school like i would try to do these things by myself you know especially in grad school you're expected to do a lot of things on your own so you learn how to do a lot of things by yourself without help without asking for help and so and i've always kind of been like that i've always tried to like you know math science whatever i try to figure it out on my own that's usually and usually i can get it after a while i might be a little slow but i usually can get it and so I'm that kind of a person. I don't really like to ask for help until I absolutely have to or until I'm at my wit's end. Like, until I, like, have no other choice, I have to ask somebody for help. And so, d- during this whole job hunt thing, I hate telling people I'm on the job hunt because they always have some kind of advice for you. And I'm not asking <laughs> for help. It's That's the, also another thing. People, I, it, and, the, and it's not that it's, like, out of bad faith. I know people are trying to help. I don't get mad at them. I don't snap. I don't, I just listen and I go on about my life. But I really hate it when people try to get <laughs> give me job advice because they'll tell me things that I've already tried that's usually the only reason I don't like it and it makes me feel kind of dumb but I know they're not trying to make me feel dumb it's just I think it's just a security thing or whatever I don't know what it is but yeah a lot of people will like um the moment you tell them you've been looking for a job the moment you tell them that they try to give you some kind of advice they try to tell you look there here look, look here do this call it I'm like I've done all this like I don't really know what else <laughs> like it's just a matter of time now it's just a waiting game and just doing the same thing and just hoping you and just trying different avenues, you know, 
and hoping for hoping for the best. I try not to do the same thing because you know they say you know insanity is doing the same thing with you know expecting a different result. So I try not to do that. I try to try to do some other avenues. That's why like people who reach out to me on like LinkedIn and stuff, I just say yes. Mom's like just say yes to everything. So I just say okay, yeah. And sometimes it's just like you want to have a conversation about this and just see if we like you know see if we click, see if this is a good thing. So I just say yes to whatever, even if it's a position. I don't even know what it is. I just I try to look into it. I'm like okay, yeah, sure, we could talk. Um, but I, yeah, it does feel weird sometimes only because like, I, I guess it was more so other people's expectations because like, I don't really have, I'm, I'm personally in no rush to like, um, be in my career field right now. Like I wanted to, it would have been nice, but as the, as time went on, as I got out of school and the time went on without getting any callbacks or getting a job or whatever I kind of just kind of started to become okay with it like I was like it may take me till I'm 30 to get to my my specific career field or find the career field that I want and that's fine like it kind of I have to remind myself of that and I also have to remind myself that my friends aren't the only people in the world so not everybody there are other people who are in my boat I'm not alone in that because I'm telling you when you have friends who are very driven and like and um got into a career right away because you know I also have friends who went into jobs right after undergrad. I went to school again. So, like, they um, they started working right away. I didn't start working right away. I just went to school again. And so, um, I don't know if it's the timing because I graduated during a pandemic and they didn't. I was like, maybe if I would have just tried to get a job after my bachelor's degree, maybe it would have been better for me. I wonder about that sometimes, but, like, you know, that's in the past. That's in the past now, so it don't really matter. But then, I t- but then like, my friends who did go to work um, right after, like, it's not like they love what they do. Not all of them love what they do. So I'm also kind of like, um, I try to like also kind of count my blessings because at least, not that they're miserable, <laughs> but at least I don't have to like jump into a field where like, um, where like, I don't like, I don't like what I'm doing and then I'm, I'm miserable doing what I'm doing and that, you know, I'm, I'm having a hustle to, to, to like pay for my apartments, pay for my utilities, but you know, at least I have like, um, somewhere to be like you know I have like a place to live and like food to eat and all that kind of stuff it's like I get I at least get to have this period where like um I'm figuring it out I get to have the figuring it out period a lot of people don't get that they have to find a job you know they have to just take literally anything that's out there and they might have gone to college for god knows how long and they just have to there might not be something out there for them at the right at the right time so they have to just get into anything luckily I don't necessarily have to do that like, the job that I'm getting to right now is, like, because I want to. I don't have to do it, necessarily. Not necessarily. I don't necessarily have to do it. But I was, like, it's something that I'm, like, okay, if I had to do anything else, what would I do? Okay, I like coffee. <laughs> you know, like, I really like coffee. Y'all already know I'm addicted. So, like, I work at a coffee place. Like, it kind of makes sense a little bit. So, I was, like, you know, it'd be something to do. It'll let me, like... Um, see other people that aren't the same three people who live in my house and um, you know so just you know kind of just an ex- and, and it'll give me an experience just in the workforce in general because I haven't had that yet because I've been in school my whole <laughs> been in school my whole life so I haven't had to necessarily join the workforce until now so that even just that it'll be it'll be something and who knows you should be working at UPS for a year and who knows what position will be in in another year or whatever like and I could you know this company might work out I might love it there your, and I might stay there forever no i'm just kidding what is your dream what do you want to do like, a dream anything, job anything you want whatever you want to accomplish hold up your dream um do do? i don't necessarily know if i uh have a dream job 
Um, what is something you wanted to do that you like you love and also get paid for? For a while, which I don't know if I could do this, but um, music reviewing, I thought I genuinely had a thought about that for a while because I was like, what do I do all day? I was like, I like listening to music. Exactly. You uh, and like, uh, um, but it's funny how we just talk about music and we talk about who has, who has a better ear for music. But it's not about having a good ear. It's about just it's literally music reviewing is kind of hard. I feel like because I wonder if you have to be objective because music you is know, so subjective. Yeah. He be trashing Kendrick Lamar's album. Well, he can he hate all he wants. Oh, yeah, see, it's all, it's all, it, you know, it's all like, and that's, I guess, a beautiful thing about music criticism is, is it's very subjective. There is no right or wrong, um, sort of. There, there, there really, there is no, there necessarily isn't any right or wrong. People are gonna come to you and like see if you like the song, and like they might agree with you, they might disagree with you. But um, you know, like I, sometimes I listen to like, I, not listen to, sorry. Sometimes I watch album review. I watch Jesus Christ read album reviews and like Pitchfork. Or like Rolling Stones or whatever, and like you know, I was like, I wonder if I could do, do something like that because I'm like, I used to write a lot. Mm-hmm. I could start writing again, and like music, I like music. But then it's you like write, you write good stuff. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, wow, you thanks. Know, the description for uh, the podcast, I'm like, dang, Haley sound like a. I be thinking like, like, a, like a, <laughs> uh, somebody who write for uh, the uh, the Washington Post. The Washington Post. I don't know about all that, but like um. <laughs> Not this. How do I pause this? Well, my dad came in and interrupted, and now I don't remember what we were talking about. <laughs> Can you make me some lemon tea? Um, but yeah, music. Dream job. Honestly, dream job. I I was like, you know, I watch a lot of YouTube, right? I watch a lot of YouTube, and you know, everybody be joking like, oh, every Gen Z kid's dreams to be a YouTuber, <laughs> and it's so weird and dumb. I don't want to be a YouTuber necessarily. But I do love podcasts. And if I could, if I could do like, cause I don't think I would be good at like, um, cause I have a friend who's really good at like the social media stuff. He makes like TikToks and like Instagram videos and he like, um, uh, does all that kind of stuff, but he does it with like, for like science, you know? And, um, and I think he's so, so genuinely good at that stuff. It's crazy how good, but you have to like be good at like trends and algorithms and like be able to use that and be creative with it and like he he has a very specific field which is like you know a science you know he's in more science stuff you know so he has like comedy and science together and that's how he makes his content and I, and he I mean he's been doing some YouTube videos too but I think those take longer so there's not as many whereas he makes a bunch of TikToks and like I feel like that is such like a particular skill set to have like to be able to like come up with jokes like that like that you have to be a good writer you have to be very creative I feel like that's very difficult whereas like you know Nowadays, which I, which I which is what I love about the internet, also anybody can do a podcast. You know, anybody can like. Um, will they always pop off? No. Will they always do what? No. And gen- generally, the popular podcasts, um, like the big big ones, are like celebrity ones. So it's kind of like it's a little hard to break into the podcast world because there are so many podcasts. You got Joe Rogan devastating the Joe Rogan monopolizing the industry with Elon Musk interviews and. He got that one lady who was from North Korea just dominating the industry, bro. Yeah. So Joe Rogan. So yeah, so like people like Joe Rogan are like I love him, yeah. Quentin Tarantino. He about to die for Nobody gets Quentin Tarantino interviews. Nobody gets Elon Musk interviews except Joe Rogan. Well anyway, um Nobody gets Elon Musk. 
<laughs> Nobody gets Mike Tyson interviews. Yeah. No one gets every interview. He he is he is the interview. He is the, he is the interview. He, he, he but interview. the point I'm trying to make is the podcast usually like the podcast world is dominated by people who already have a following, like people who already have like a social media following or people who are already famous or you know things like that. Like yeah, they usually bring the audience with them. But if you're like starting from scratch, like we are, like other I've listened to some podcasts who like start from but scratch. The best podcasts are like people who are just like like the, like not underground, but like like. Comedians or like, but they're not like quite Kevin Hart or like they're not like Hello. big, big. But like, I would, I, I, I guess, like there's some, there are, I would say like maybe one or two podcasts that I listen to that are like. The Loki Frenemies is really good. They're not like, they're not like hilarious. They already have I a following would, though. I I, and I mean, like, I found, and you know what, TikTok I think is also doing a good job for people who are just like they don't have a social media following necessarily, or they're not from like you know, the traditional Hollywood world, you know, like music, you know, comedy, movies, TV, whatever. Um, I have found some, like, people who do podcasts, like, through, because they post, like, clips on, which gave me the idea to do that. They post clips on TikTok. And, like, there was a, there's a, there's a podcast that I listen to, shout out to them, called Movies That Raised Us. And it's just two girls talking about, like, movies from, like, our childhood. They're about the same age as me. So they talk about, like, Princess Diaries and, like, She's All That and, like, um, the Cheetah Girls movies and, like, they talk, they, like, talk about those movies. Barcelona. Yeah. And so they talk about, like, the- <laughs> <laughs> they talk about, like, Disney Channel original movies and stuff. Like, like things, like, you know, things that um, my age group would have grown up with. And so I saw one of these clips on TikTok and I was like, oh, they're really funny. So then I started following them. So it's like, that, like, I feel like um, TikTok is a good way for people to, like, get you know especially because i don't think they're social media people like i don't think they're like famous on instagram or nothing like that so i should listen to them so it's like um and they have a good amount of they're not like the biggest podcast on you know on spotify or anything but they like have they have some good numbers like um on their posts and stuff so i'm like trying to figure trying to follow their lead i'm trying to like follow other people who are like um starting from the bottom podcasters like i'm trying to like find more people like that because of course i follow like the you know people who are already like kind of popular like um or people who already kind of have a following on like youtube and stuff you know mostly drag queens i guess i see uh you said texans are banning abortion do you know like what's going on with that <laughs> That's so random. um well they we had a law they had a law that they tried to that they signed i think back in march or something that was banning abortion anything after six weeks and that's, that's pretty bad you you don't know you're pregnant until you're until like five <laughs> and so um so they had yeah but you don't st- i don't think you start like feeling the symptoms and stuff you usually don't take a pregnancy test you start feeling it and you don't start feeling it that early um unless you go to the doctor regularly and they, you know they usually test women for for you know they usually give you a pregnancy test and then they'll tell you but like if you don't go to the doctor regularly you might not know and um and a lot of people don't have health insurance so they they won't go to the doc- doctor regularly but we signed that and then i think some people tried to sue or they tried to appeal it and it went up to the supreme court and the supreme court di- di- didn't vote on it or whatever i don't know if they just didn't vote on it or they or they made a decision and it was 5 to 4 that they weren't going to repeal the law so the law is going to go back into place in texas and it just makes it just makes it hard to get access to abortion blah, blah, blah. harder than it already is that just makes it harder da, da, da. and so people think that they're trying to that this is just people are afraid because like of course that's infringing upon people's rights to me that's infringing on people's rights so stupid, but it, people are more worried the grand scheme of things is like people think that they're trying to overturn roe v wade 
um which would be pretty damaging to the whole country because right now it's just like state you know state by state but if it would be where they think that the supreme court right now could potentially ugh, something's in my eye could potentially uh overturn roe v wade which is like which would what made like everybody everybody the, the people isn't the country a de- well it's like a, a republic democracy or something but th- this 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 country was was built for the people and everybody is saying we should want abortions and the, the government is not giving us the option to have an abortion it's like you're not listening to the people and this country is built for the people we are the people like that's so messed up like just, like you're like you're kind of like a loud minority they're out there well you know we have like I think because we have like a lot of um, politicians. It's not like like we're like, let's legalize heroin. It's not like we're saying that. It's just like, at least give us the option. It's not like we're trying to, like, we're not asking for something that's like drastic, like legalizing heroin or something, or like just like, just something that's out of, out of, just out of this world. Like, it's a pretty, like, it's a pretty uh, grounded, like, realistic uh, uh, thing we want. Like, why you should, why you, like, there's no point. Like it doesn't really benefit the government if if uh, abortions are legal and it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't uh negatively affect it even if it is uh like illegal. Like it's what are you doing this for? I also have, I also think a lot of it has to do with like lobbyists and like re- rich religious people because um they have a lot of like influence over politicians. Whether or not the politicians believe in the right to do so or not, if they're given I money, think, I would think companies, not religious stuff. No, yeah. I think religions have a lot of power. I think a lot of churches. I think a lot, a lot of wealthy churches, a lot of wealthy rich uh, Christian people, um, are very um, influential in the world of politics. Yeah. So I'm drinking in the, in the mic, but yeah, I think I think there's a lot of uh, more influence than I mean. People, we already know that like churches have a lot of influence in the government, but uh, I think I think it is it, more. Than people think it is. Companies Companies too. Amazon, Silicon Valley. But you have to think what in the term in 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 the context of abortion specifically. Other issues, yeah, sure. But in the specific concept, the specific context of abortion, companies don't really have a stake in that. It doesn't really matter to them. It's like they pick and choose like the reasons as to why they do things like. Y'all wanna y'all y'all wanna y'all wanna uh tax the poor and let the rich be stay richer and get richer, but you know back in the day Republicans weren't. I think I, I, I'm gonna look this up later and I'll retract the statement <laughs> if if it's wrong, but I think I watched some doc documentary or read something that was like, um, Republicans, their platform didn't used to be anti LGBTQ gay blah blah blah. It wasn't until like no 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 not even then this is like already past the flip back then like the the um republicans were like a lot nicer about like the gay community and the immigrant community until religious zealots and people like that got money and got influenced in lobbying kkk too but just like you know religious people in general which not all religious people are in the kkk (laughs) but like um they got involved in politics and they started like really influencing it with money and all that stuff and then they they were basically paying politicians to be anti-gay and so then that's when like a lot of republicans became like we're just because so a lot of them are just doing it for the money who knows what they even really believe they might believe it they might not we don't know but they're really good at like faking that they do like they're really good at faking it one way or the other um but yeah you can you that's and i feel like that's it that's a lot a lot of like democrat or republican i think a lot of their stances can be explained with like whoever's giving them money at the time 
especially like the big politicians, you know, like some of the smaller ones maybe because they, you know, they're influenced by less money. And now there's more of a movement of like politicians not taking money from companies, which I think is good. I wish more of them did it. Well, yeah, it should be the norm. They're basically telling us as long as like they're bribing politicians, kind of. They're bribing the, the Supreme Court to, to uh, whatever with the tax laws, whatever. And <laughs> yeah. The poor and making the rich richer. Stupid. Like I feel like uh, like kind of paying them off, and they're they're they're, they're funding their campaign, so it's like of course like, whatever you, whatever you want, I'm gonna do it because you're paying me. So they're bribery. It's pretty much bribery. <laughs> it's like I I don't like America, bro. Capitalism is the fall. <laughs> no, I was kidding, but and yeah. Like, like when it comes to like 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 government and like like economic systems and stuff like that, it's like it could work, but humans just make the humans make a good concept and just and just make it bad. Like capitalism, it, it can't work. Like it's just we just humans just 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 destroy. Like like any 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 anything that's supposed to be good, we just we just find a way to abuse it and just and just just suck it dry and just. And just, and just forget about the repercussions of our actions. We just, we just leeches, and I, it's sad. It really is. Mm, yeah. Capitalism, capitalism, capitalism. We're we're supposed to capitalize off of any situation possible. And I seen this thing about uh, there there was an auction for uh, what's the Mike Zimmerman who killed Trayvon Martin? There was an auction for the gun. So somebody yeah, wanted to yeah. sell that gun. Somebody bought the gun, and it's like it's a little weird. Like what? What? Like there's, there's like no there's like no more high ground in this country anymore. We just do anything we want for for money. Like yeah. if money controls us, like it's crazy. It's really it's like that 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 clear today showed us money can can control everything. And people, well, we're like no matter what happened, a black boy could get shot, and people are gonna sell the murder weapon. Like <laughs> only America, bro. Like only America. Bro. It's like some things. I'm like. It's like, you may have the freedom to do anything. And I'm like, maybe we shouldn't have the freedom to do anything. Because y'all be doing some weird stuff in the name of, like, making money. Y'all do some weird things in, in the in the name of making money. Like they put, morals, they, they, put, they put money over morals and pride and just the right thing to do. Craziness. This is how, you know, you know, I'm not necessarily a capitalist, okay? Because I do think, I think that, um... In order, well, th- at least the way America does it. Maybe in other countries they do it better than us. I don't know, but I think the way America does capitalism, there always has to be a um, a class of poor or people in poverty for it to work, and there always has to be. Yeah, um, who gonna work at McDonald's? Who gonna work at Kroger? Who gonna work at you know them them, them low income jobs? Well, yeah, and like the people who are you know, there's only so much money that circulates, and the not pe- everybody can be rich in capitalism. Yeah, not 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 everybody can even be well off. Not even everybody can be comfortable. Um, because a lot of the practices that the rich people use is like to the exploitation of poor, poor people in America and overseas. So it's a lot, it's, it involves a lot of exploitation to get rich fast, to get rich faster, to keep the wealth. You have to like make things cheap. You have to do things cheap. That means you pay the people who are doing all the real work. You pay them, you know, not a lot of money. You sell that stuff for, you sell whatever product you're making or whatever for, an insane amount of money and the rich people buy that and then they make the rich richer and then the money kind of circulates within the same circle of people like the wealthy up to the ultra wealthy right the the 
hundred thousandaires up to the billionaires. Their money's kind of circulating within each other, and that money doesn't ever trickle down, which is why trickle down economics never does really work because those rich people. And I don't think I think people think rich people are spending more money than they actually are. A lot of that money just usually stays within the family anyway. That's why they. That's why a lot of rich people and rich, richer white people have generational wealth. They have so much money that it lasts generations. Like, and that money never trickles down to like the pe- the poor people. And the people who like are doing the work and like we have minimum wage minimum wage is just like not a living wage and then we have inflation so like things are more expensive but people aren't making any more money than they did in 1982 or well maybe not that but you know people aren't making any more money than they did in like 2000 and inf- inflation has gone up pretty crazily and wa- wages haven't and people don't want to pay people $15 an hour which is nothing $15 an hour still is nothing but like the minimum the minimum wage to this day is still like seven twenty five, which you can't you can't live on that and if you don't go to college or if you don't get like a, you know, you don't get lucky enough to have a trade or something, then you're not making, you're not, you know, you can't, minimum wage, like, minimum wage. You can't survive in this country with minimum wage. You can't survive. Like, and minimum wage used to be jobs you could have is like to live a decent life. You could pay for your apartment. You could like pay for your food. Like you had at least the basic income. Now that seven twenty five an hour is yeah, not paying for your apartment. Like three minimum wage jobs to even yeah. get close to an apartment, and you you, you got to yeah. work every single day. And you cannot get sick, and that's hard. That's even harder because Corona and people getting yeah. people getting colds left and right. People coughing like like you can't you can't take no days off. Yeah. You can't afford it. Yeah, and then there's some people like it's, it's, and then you have to like find the few places who do pay a little bit more than minimum wage. You have to find the few places that do pay, pay $10 an hour, $11 an hour, $13 an hour. You know, that, that sounds like, there are very few places that pay like $13 an hour. That's like good money. But it's not like, still not good money, you know? Like, in the world of minimum wage, that's like really good, but it's not, in the long run, it's like, you're still gonna be like, scrounging by. You're still gonna be like, scratching by, you know? if And that's if you're on your own. If you're, if you have a kid, or, you know, especially if you're a single parent or, like, whatever. It, 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 add that on top of it. Y'all know how much child care is in America? Like, and right now, like, I don't know about other places, but in Houston, apartments are expensive. In Houston, and I'm sure most, like, bigger cities. I, I could have housing in Houston was pretty cheap. Right now? California. Yeah, comparatively, yeah. But right now, the housing market in, in, in Houston, it's insane. Like, houses are very expensive right now because there are so many people looking for houses. So a lot of people are selling for a good amount because they know they, they can get the money for it because people are desperate to buy houses. I don't know why. But um, the housing market... And you never know when, like, the housing market is going to be good or bad. You, you know, unless you are good at predicting that stuff. You never know when you're going to, like... when you The time you are looking for a house in particular, you never know if the market is going to be on your side. You know, and the apartments are just, like... You got to have a good job to be having a... It, it, and that's if you want to... That's if you want to live in a nice apartment. Heard, you might want to live in a, you might have to live in a dirty one. Yeah, I heard even having an apartment isn't really a smart investment because right. like. Well, that's what our mom always says. Yeah, like, She's like, why would you? Yeah, she said, why would you move out and rent an apartment? We could just stay here and save up for a house because like when you're in an apartment, you just pay rent and you don't own it. At the end of the day, you le- you can leave the apartment and it's still theirs. Which I understand, I guess. But yeah, if you if you're working three jobs and you live in an apartment. Like that's like that's like a glorified slave. Like you're you're a slave yeah. to capitalism. Like we're all slaves to capitalism. Yeah, we are. Like when it comes to like you know like working the minimum wage jobs and manual labor, like we're, we're slaves to the capitalism. We're slaves to the to the, <gasps> the ways of the to the ways of the rich. You want to know why we? You want to know why the tr- the public transportation in in Texas is bad? Is it? Because yes. Well, at least here. 
public transportation is not as good as it is in like um the east and all that stuff but you or like in england they have a pretty good tube system like we don't have anything we have like these the metro buses but they don't go everywhere like you have to go to you you have to you have to want to go but that doesn't matter because in london you can you can get on the tube and go anywhere and that's i mean that's not as big might not be as big as houston but it's still a pretty big city and because in i know texas is a big land it's wide and expansive but like at the same time back in the day the automotive companies wanted to make their money so they were paying the state and the cities to make more highways and more streets and stuff and put more payment on the ground so they could sell their cars. And that's why we don't have like good Ford, public transportation. Like yeah. And they want they were like, build a bunch of highways, build a bunch of highways. That's why we have a bunch of, we have a bunch of highways everywhere. And I think, sure I think just, we got the biggest highway in the world. The KD Freeway? I don't know. That's what I saw on TikTok. I don't know if it's true or not. I don't know if that's true. They got like eight lanes or something. They got, <laughs> they got like eight lanes. Yeah, but yeah, that wouldn't surprise me if it was if if that's true. But yeah, so it's like the automotive companies, uh, just to make their money, and that's why like because they want you to buy cars, they don't want you to take public transportation because that's like what's like a dollar twenty five to get anywhere. Imagine if I if we had, it just would be so much more beneficial to people who are like trying to get to work and can't afford a car right now. You know, if if like buses like Daddy when he didn't have his car, he had to walk a mile just to get to the bus stop to get to work. So you're already walking a mile, which is like great. What if it rains? You know, what if it's like you know storm outside? Like the bus stops, like they're we have them, and that's great that they at least go somewhere. But they're not like other places. Public transportation is just like you can live in New York without a car, and I to me that is insane to think about. You could literally live in a whole city a without a car. I know, like, no. How, how, much, how, much, how, much how much public transportation costs? I'm not too sure. Here, for, for every bus ride, the fare is 125 which can be kind of a lot. But I think if you ride it regularly, you can get, like, a year Metro card. So, like, if you, like, ride the... I think maybe they have that in New York, too. You get, like, a card that you pay, maybe pay for annually. Or, like, I think you load money onto it. And then... If you use it, like, a lot, then I feel like, yeah. But honestly, I feel like... Yeah, I feel like in the long, long run, it's still cheaper than like having to pay for gas, having to pay for your car note, having to pay for whatever. I feel like in the long, I feel like it's still a lot cheaper. Um, yeah, but yeah, see capitalism, see <laughs> everything, see, see, it's like things you don't even think about, you know. It's like capitalism is the government, like it's they control everything, like the government policies and laws and stuff. Like God damn, and it's weird because it's like sometimes they like the way like. Some of the, like, benefits to capitalism, like, we don't even really get to partake in because, like, they'll be like, okay, you know, capitalism allows for competition. Competition drives down prices. Well, in America, we have a bunch of monopolies. Those prices don't go down because every company owns the same company. So it's like we don't even get to participate in one of, in one of the benefits that is supposed to be under capitalism because, so of, mono- why, because of monopolies. Why are people scared of Bernie Sanders for socialism? Well, what is socialism? I think because... Um, people like in other countries, like I think maybe sometimes people equate socialism to communism, and I don't think those are necessarily the same. I think one is an economic system, one is like a social system. Don't ask me which one is which, but um, I think people are just they don't like the idea of, and this might not be the only case because sometimes it's more expensive. Like on on the on the whole, like some people think socialism is more expensive for the country. How about socialism like communism? <laughs> I'm not sure because I'm not really America sure. Would never be anything like North Korea, like at all. Well, yeah, I think people are using the wrong countries because they're like, you want to end up like Venezuela, you want to end up like North Korea, and I'm like, well, just by like a system, we're nothing like those countries. We're closer to like the Western countries, England, 
Finland, Sweden, and those countries are doing very well. And they're not, and I don't know about Sweden and Finland, but like England has socialist policies. They're not necessarily a socialist country, right? Which is like every economy to some degree is a mixed economy. Like we're not purely capitalist, you know? crazy stuff when it comes to like uh like dr cable like 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 vans will like drive by like their houses and they could they could tell like if you like paid your bill and if you haven't they like shut it off and just okay, i don't like, know nothing I about heard, that I, I don't know if it's true or not but they they got you on lockdown in england or something like that I, they know like they tv know. cable yeah i think so that's what i heard that's okay what, i don't know I, I don't know nothing about what you're just talking about they got, they got you locked down like if you're not uh if you're not doing something right they're gonna they're gonna uh punish you or something i don't know i don't know what you're talking about you have to look that up because I, I don't know about I don't know nothing about the cable companies in England, <laughs> but um um but like healthcare and stuff is usually what people go to and they don't like the idea. Yeah, if, I, if I ever get rich, we're moving to Sweden. Can I ever finish my sentence? But if like <laughs> some people are like um they don't like the idea of having to pay for somebody else's insert issue here like healthcare for example of social under socialism it's like we all put money into the healthcare system and whenever you need to go to the doctor they take money out of that pool of money well people don't like the idea of like well if somebody gets sick or somebody does drugs i don't want to pay for that i don't want to pay for this that and the other it's like well i mean your tax dollars go to the prison system and you don't say anything about that and your tax dollars go to all kinds of stupid things and we don't say anything about that so it's kind of weird that healthcare is where you draw the line it's like we should be wanting to help sick people especially if you don't get sick very often and you don't have to pay for that and you you know you pay your taxes those tax dollars can go to somebody who does need the, the healthcare and does need the, the money for that stuff, it's like I understand or some people like don't like the idea of free college because they're like well I had to pay for my college y'all should have to pay for yours it's like that doesn't make any sense to me like and people are saying we don't have enough money for that we don't have enough money to pay for you to go to college well okay well you're inflating the price of education every single year so that's your fault like maybe like get a handle on the price of education and um also i think it's not like you know you can go to any ivy league university it's usually like a state college or community college that they want to make free and community college is obviously a lot cheaper and right now i feel like our tax dollars like i feel like a lot of the money goes to things that we don't need or we don't even know that they're going to that i feel like need to be reduced by a significant amount then you take all that money and you need to get rich people to pay their taxes you need to get amazon to pay their taxes get jeff bezos to pay his taxes get elon to pay his taxes all that money can go to things like universal pre-k child care for people who can't afford it goes to health care for people who can't you know necessarily afford it it'll give us like it, i know it's called free health care i know it's not really free but in in technical terms like you don't have to you know pay a crazy amount of money just to go get a checkup you know so people can actually get their checkups and things like that people be healthier and happier and like yeah, there was, there was, things there was, like that. Just, just on TikTok, and she was talking about like how like hospitals they charge a lot. Like even oh, yeah. even something like simple as like a like a colonoscopy or something like a little like a little checkup it costs like fourteen hundred or like like eleven thousand or something like not fourteen hundred like eleven thousand fourteen thousand like some like stupid price yeah. like stupid. without without insurance like if you look at like a your medical bill and it'll be like without insurance like just a doctor's visit alone is like a hundred dollars I'm like. Yeah. Who has a, like if you don't have a lot of money, who a couple hundred dollars just to go like get you know, get my mouth checked. I don't know, that's, that's get my ar- my heart checked. You know things that you need or like they say when you turn like forty, when you're you know you you need to have a colonoscopy. It's a good thing for you, but it's like 
if I don't have insurance, like that, like you're saying, like however much money, eleven hundred dollars, like those kinds of procedures. Like I had to go get, I had a weird thing with my heart. I thought something was wrong with my heart for a while, and we were going to like check up after check up after check up, just to, just to see what was wrong. We didn't even know what was wrong yet. It was just doing tests without insurance. We there was there's no way anybody would be able to afford that. Like I went to go take some kind of MR. They did some, you know, they put me into this machine. It was like some go zoom over your body, <laughs> and like they did that to me, and I saw the bill. I think they gave me the bill, and it was like without insurance, like five thousand dollars. Hello? Like, who's got $5,000 just to just to see if something's wrong? Just for them to tell you, we didn't find anything. But you're feeling sick, so you go. Or you're feeling kind of weird, so you go. And it's like, you know, it's like stuff like that. Medical costs medical costs in America have gone out of hand. I don't even know. I don't necessarily even know how we got to this place. Like you can't, like you, like you, like you literally can't afford to get sick. Like you, literally yes, literally, you literally can't afford to get sick. Which is a really crazy thing. Which is a really crazy thing. And poorer people tend to get sick more often. It's a, it's a, it's a vicious cycle. In it is a vicious cycle. It's crazy. It's and that's why, like they were saying, that's why before, before the vaccine was more readily available. They were trying to have it in like poorer neighborhoods because like poor people can't get to the clinic or they can't go to the doctor and the COVID, the COVID, <laughs> COVID was affecting people of color at a disproportionate rate than white people. So they were trying to get it into these lower income, poor, you know, um, neighborhoods that had more people of color and people, wealth, the upper middle class and wealthy people would go into the, cause they don't check you or anything. They're just trying to get people to get the vaccine. All you have to do is like, if you have an uh, insurance card, they'll ask you for it, but I don't think they were turning people away. So they were just trying to get people to come the the people would drive from their nice neighborhoods to go to the poor neighborhoods to get the vaccine at the time because they weren't like it was like just because at the time they were like harder to get so they were trying to give it to like old people um people who had pre-existing conditions people with like you know people who had stuff like that so, and they were trying to give it to poor people and so yeah so you see and then then, then, then they were going to the poor neighborhoods and, and try to get the like i'm like all right see this is why nobody likes it <laughs> Like you know, like, see, get, wait your turn. You know what I'm saying? It was like, because at the time we didn't know when we were gonna get the vaccine at a at a wider level. You know, we didn't we didn't know how that was gonna work out. But now you can get anywhere. They're paying people to get it. They paid. The, I think yeah, some. Not, I think some girl. No, I think some girl got a. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think some girl got a scholarship. <laughs> it was like a raffle. So they were like, "Oh, if you come and da da da," and they raffled her name and then they put her name. She got somebody's scholarship. I'm all for it. I think I, I I only think I don't think this is suspicious only because they're they're having to resort to this because people are so worried and skeptical and this that and the other and they're having so much information from places like even though I love it TikTok and they're having these non scientists tell them these things about this thing that they know nothing know nothing about so people are listening to them and so they're getting nervous so they're they're literally resorting they're like we have to do something we have to like pay and what what speaks to people money so they're like. We'll pay you to come get it. Like it's literally just the last resort. It's not really that suspicious to me. If people were just getting it, like if if we didn't have this problem of like disinformation or mistrust, which, which I do understand how people of color d- distrust the government. I understand. We've had a lot of things happen to us. I get why you're suspicious of them. Um, I don't necessarily blame you. And so, um, I honestly I think we have more trust in the government if we have more trust in each other. Like, unfortunately, if we have more trust in the scientists and stuff, I don't think this would be that much of an issue. And people, we wouldn't have to be able to get the vaccine because. We would trust the government. We would, we would trust the, the FDA. We would trust all these places. And so we would just go and get it. We wouldn't really think about it. Because I'm, I'm wondering, like, back in the day, like, when the polio vaccine came out, were people like, I ain't taking that polio vaccine. You know what I'm saying? Like, what would have happened if people would have, like, we would have still had polio. Yeah, the vaccine of polio? Yeah. But that's because polio was killing people. Like, legit killing people. COVID is killing people. Yes, it, it is. Look at the... No- it's, 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 it's killing people. 
It's killing people, but heart. But not enough for you to care. Heart disease kills more, or used to. Yeah, but nobody, we nobody, haven't nobody, had this. Heart disease, oh my God, uh, shut down McDonald's, shut down Burger King. Like nobody, nobody was panicking now, so why are we panicking? Like yeah, but but heart disease is kind of hard because it can be genetic. Sometimes we can't make people eat right. We can't. We yes, can't just shut down McDonald's. No, no, but exactly. But that's capital. Who's gonna exactly. shut down McDonald's? But that has nothing to do with you why. Could, you, could, you could easily just stop heart disease by shutting down. McDonald's. I don't necessarily think so because I think at this point, uh, heart disease can be very genetic. It's just in your genetics. You might get I don't it. Think so. Yeah, Jitchy, what do you know about heart disease? Exactly. So you'd have to go look. But there are some diseases that are just like like mental health, for example. There's some some mental health diseases that are very genetic. There's just no. It's just something you can't necessarily get around, like dep- even depression. But all that. Well, I don't know about mental illness, but like, uh, like heart disease and all that. All that stuff's curable. Curable, but just some baby. Some people are born with diabetes. So then, what are you supposed to do that? You can't cure it. It doesn't go away. You can ask my. Our mother has diabetes. You can't cure that, Gentry. The American food supply is so poisonous. You can't. Well, you, yeah. you can't cure it. But I guarantee, if you go to like a different country with with really good food. And you eat really good for a while. Well, us, I mean, we can't there are diseases that we don't have cures for, but we can manage them. Diabetes is manageable. We could, we could, we could, but I'm, it's not curable. It doesn't go away. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I'm saying you. No, I'm saying that's for real. Like you can manage. It's not a, if you get diagnosed with diabetes or you're born with it. It's not a. It's not a death sentence. You know what I'm saying? You can live with it. Just like today, you can live with AIDS. Like, it used to be a death sentence. No, it no longer is. We have medicines and treatments and all kinds of things. Modern medicine has done wonders. Which is why I don't understand why people are so skeptical of modern medicine. It's just... Modern medicine has done so much for people today. Modern medicine is nothing. It can be way better. Without modern medicine, modern medicine people was, would was be made dead. By rich, was, was made by rich, it was rich made by scientists. They used, they used it was made... Petroleum and stuff and put it in the medicine. No, no, like no, it wasn't. It was made by. You're talking about all this crazy. What you're talking about is not the modern medicine. David, I'm talking uh, about. What's his name? J.P. Morgan. What? What? Them Carnegie. What? Them rich white men. They. 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 Uh. They. They took out all the useful stuff and they put it in their own curriculum into the textbooks to to for for doctors to use. Even 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 the doctors back then they were like, "What is this? This is nothing." But they're so rich, like they got so much power to the point where there are like, not in. There are too many scientists in the world. For, for us to be, for all of, you would have to pay every scientist you're in the right. world, and they you're don't right. do that. So, right. back in uh, the day, you could do that, though, because they're so rich. I, they're, I they, they monopolized everything the, 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 the railways, the banks, the, the oil. It was like five, five, four guys who JP Morgan, Carnegie, uh, Rockefeller, they monopolized everything. And so, of course, they got enough money to change the, the, the medical curriculum and. And put all this fake propaganda into the books to make you think pills and opioids and all this stuff is good for you. It's not good for you. Well, pills and opioids, yeah, people get addicted to pain medicine, and that's a whole different story. And that's that is like, but that's not the rich. Th- that's rich people, but that's not like J.P. Morgan. That's like pharmaceutical companies. So big pharma and all that stuff. They make these medicines and they produce these medicines. These medicines are real. They work, but they work, but but listen to me. They overprescribe them. That is the issue. It's not. It's not about these medicines. In fact, they don't help. 
they, we, yes, they do, Gentry. They get you hooked and say you come back and you gotta pay, pay the, uh, the hospital. I need some more pills. I need some more opioids. This is what. But pills. being you, we're talking oil. about we're we're arguing, but we're on the same side. What yeah. what you're trying to, what I'm trying to get you to understand is there are medicines that people need and they work, but then they do overprescribe them and they get addicted, and that's how pharmaceutical companies make their money off of the. That's why we have the opioid crisis. But there are medicines that people do need that are not. I don't know if they're overprescribed or anything, and I, I'm gonna keep going back to the AIDS um, thing because it's just the first thing that comes to my mind. Is like we didn't have a cure for AIDS. We didn't even have medicine for it because nobody wanted to study it. They finally let the scientists study it. They finally let the scientists uh, come up with um, some medicine for it, and now people can live. Like it. Like I'm saying, it's not a death sentence, any, not a death sentence anymore. How do you, how do you so if you get AIDS, you can go to the doctor and you will live to see the next 20, 30, 40, however many you know years you have left. Like. And then, but 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 we don't have a problem with over prescribing AIDS medicines. You know what I'm saying? We have a problem with over prescribing pain meds. That's what we have a problem with. We prescribe too strong, like pain meds that are too strong, and like people get addicted to them and stuff. You probably already heard this before, but how do you feel when people say that why would we cure the disease? Well, we could just we could just treat it and suppress it, and then make money off of just treating do I think it. People do that, or do I think? Like do you, do you think that's that's kind of true? Like the companies choose to just suppress and treat it instead of actually curing it, which they can. But there's so much money to be made off of people's. Honestly, Gentry, that's that's borderlining into conspiracy. Yeah. And and I and I, I like my answer. You could probably, you could but my answer is I don't know. My answer is I don't know. I I, I genuinely I don't. In the, in the, the history of capitalism. You, do you think they would do something like that? I, I mean, I think about, that, that's a conspiracy. That's probably the only conspiracy yeah. that I've ever really deeply thought about. Is like we might have the cure to cancer in some lab somewhere, and they just know that there's a lot of money off of cancer treatment, and there's a lot of money off of like um, all kinds of things that they. And like, I would like to think that somebody in the world would be a whistleblower and would like we've whistleblown the government a bunch of times. I don't know if y'all know that, but we have a lot of whistleblowers in the government and, and military and stuff. And I would hope that eventually some scientists would be like, they got the cancer treatment and and you know. The guy who knows, they probably got his mouth like locked down. Like there's, they got. There's no way only one person knows though. There's there's just no way only one scientist knows that there's a cure for, a cure for cancer out there, and like there has to be a leak because you know usually one scientist doesn't work on cures or vaccines or whatever. You know it's usually a group. It's usually like a multi country effort. You know like scientists usually kind of get together and uh, excuse me usually kind of get together and like try to study that kind of stuff. But um, I wish. I was thinking, like, I wish we could get in touch with, like, a real... We need to call Dr. Fauci. I wish we could get in touch with, like, somebody who, like, has, like, a gen- a person who's been working in that industry for a while and, like, has been through, like, you know... People say Dr. Fauci's trash. Like, he handled, like, the AIDS crisis horribly. I don't know anything about that. Like, a really bad, like, uh... Because uh, Joe Rogan was talking about it. He was, like, Anthony Fauci even handled, like, the little AIDS crisis, like, horribly. Like, he, he uh... He, he, uh, I forgot what he did, but he, well, I don't know about all that, but, but, well, anybody, any, not everybody's going to be perfect, but just a scientist who, like, maybe works in vaccines or works, works in, like, um, um, like, disease prevention or whatever, I don't know what, what to call it, but, like, somebody who works in that kind of field area and ask them how they feel about the growing distrust of science, and I wonder... Well, I don't wonder. I know that politics has a lot to do with that because I think if we had a less political society or if, like, politicians didn't have as much sway in this, in society as they we let them have, I feel like we would trust science a lot more because I feel like they um, 
they propagandize science and they propagandize these things to get people to distrust them. Um, so I think it's more on them than like the scientists because very rarely, every once in a while we have a bad egg, but really ever, rarely ever do like pure scientists who do the studying in the lab ever like try to like, um, like lie to us because they're usually not making, they're not the ones benefiting from the lies in science. It's usually the pharmaceutical companies, the rich people who are like trying to benefit off of like selling the medicines and stuff. The people who make them or in there physically mixing the chemicals and doing all that stuff, they're usually not the ones to benefit from it. The people who are, who are going to manufacture and sell them are the people who like might lie, who will lie to you about like what's really in it and they you know they might pr- I, don't know, I don't know or like you know if it really will help with this the, the things that they say it will help with or like if it's over prescribed or because they I know there's like a, a issue with like ADHD being over diagnosed and maybe that's because they want to sell the ADHD, ADHD medicine I don't think ADHD exists well that's a lie <laughs> it does exist no ADHD exists when you study in school these are the things you learn i will say uh if y'all if uh look up dr sebi look up who dr sebi is you already said this before i think okay never mind then but uh on the tangent let's go to the superhero (laughs) this is already i'm gonna split this up but yeah we can talk about that i'm gonna split this episode up you want to do anything I mean, I'm gonna cut this in half in in in, in any anyway. I want to upload in two hours. That's called no, I'm not gonna do that. That's too long. Yes, it is. Two hours and that's a regular podcast. No, it's not. What podcast do you listen to, Gentry? Podcast? No, Gentry. I don't ever listen to a two-hour podcast. You listen to some long podcast? No, I don't. Anything, anything under like. This is longer than a movie. That's what podcasts are. People talk for three hours. Not all podcasts. Two hours, like, two, two hours is the average. The regular average podcast is not it's two, two hours. hours. No, it's not. Show me. And not just one. I want to see at least five. <laughs> not uh, From different podcasts, not the same podcast. Joe Rogan, 247. That's Joe Rogan. That's an hour. Where the thing is? You're under the frenemies. One hour fifteen, two hour nine, one five, two four. H three, H three. Mm-hmm. One thirty eight. That's still not two hours. Two hour. One thirty. Two six. This is still longer than all of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. We'll end it now, and we'll talk about. No, it's not, cause Gentry like Gentry doesn't upload the podcast. Do you don't upload the podcast, do you? Do you? You don't upload them, do you? I do the podcasts, but um, well, yeah, what we've talked about a lot of things, and I don't know how I'm gonna. I usually like to keep the subjects related, but um. Yeah, we'll talk about this other stuff next week. So, uh, I keep forgetting song of the week. We haven't done song of the week we in like three weeks. We've been like three, three, and three episodes. We 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 gotta we gotta we catch up. The, we we haven't done song of the. I just stopped putting it. <laughs> I know. I, I because I was like, wait, I can't remember. Well, I like it though. I want to get back into okay, it. Okay, well, but what's your song of the week? Okay, song of the week. I don't know if I have one. You, you I got mine. Uh, okay, Gentry has his. He'll go first. It's gonna be uh. 
It's gonna be on Kanye's album Donda. What you mean? Here we go. You don't even listen to Kanye, so it's gonna be on Kanye's album Donda. It's called Jonah. I like uh, I like when uh when you first put it on, is somebody singing. I don't even know if it's a hook, cause the album's very unorthodox. There's like not really any like I can't even like this hooks kind of, but like like the part where he's like. It's the guy His name is Vory I think his name is Vory He's singing that part Vory I think he's from Houston actually But uh, He sings this like He's 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 like singing But it's also auto-tune And it's like The lyrics are really good It low-key touched me I'm like damn This is really like, This is really deep And like me Like impactful And so And also Lil Durk on the song too Like I'm a Lil Durk fan But like He like he, like he did like Lil Durk is a really good rapper, but he, he it's not like he did like anything special or nothing. But he he did Durk Durk he always gonna be solid. But before his singing part, he's like he says, "What were you when I needed a shoulder to lean on? What were you when like it's like very like meaningful." But I like that I like that song. It's called uh, Jonah by Kanye West. It's on Donda. Really good song. That's not, that's my song of the week. Uh, my song of the week um, is going to be "He Said She Said" by Churches. It's by Cervachis, aka Churches. Um, it is from the most recent album. I think I want to say it was the first single that they put out. I might be wrong. There might have been one before it, but it's either the first or second single that they put out. And I and I still be listening to it. Sometimes I get sick of the single by the time the album comes out, but I still like this song. So he says, she says, very good. It's about like you know people talking about you, but you can't care about what they talk about. You know, it's one of them songs. Rumor has it, something like that. Because <laughs> um, it's like. Um, it's it's a good song. I'm not even gonna get into the lyrics, but it's a, it's a good song, and I think lyrically it's one of one of their better songs. Um, because sometimes churches they be singing, and I don't understand what they're saying, but in this one I can understand what she's saying. So that's really good. <laughs> and uh, I just really like the I just really like her voice because it's the um front the front the front girl front man I don't know what you call her, but she's usually the person who sings. Sometimes the guys sing like backup vocals, um, but it's usually just her. And she has a very like higher pitched voice, but it's very clear. It's very smooth, very smooth high pitched voice. Um, so I really like that about her and some their production those two guys on the production they, they be banging them out like they are so good they are so good at what they do and sometimes you know electronic music can be kind of samey it can be kind of boring like I know a lot of people don't like electronic music because it sounds kind of fake and I, I get that but they, they be doing some things with them keyboards <laughs> I don't know what they be, they be doing some things with them keyboards they're always coming up with something different I think Um, so they're probably one of the best like electronic based bands and he says she said is like very good um, I was gonna say another song, but maybe I'll save that for so I can have a song for next week, so I don't like use all of, use my lips. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I I only I it's it's I was stuck between that song and another one, but I'll go with he said she said because like I think the meaning is very good and like you know. So I highly recommend he said she said from Church's new album, and that's my song of the week. And we're gonna. Yeah, I'll make you a playlist. And uh, with some songs that we talked about. You make your playlist, I'll make a playlist, and we'll do what we said however long ago. Watch me going out of the way when I should have went home. See y'all next I week. Bye. I used to spin on my own. I was.